Hello, Team Common Man. Again, it's been a while between pods. Hope you've been well. Look, today we've cranked up the microphones in Common Man HQ as we prepare to delve into a mix of sports talk and sentimental reflections. Joining me as always, it's the Indelible 40. G'day, horse. It's good to be here. Indelible 40. I've never heard that before. I've been described as indelible. Yeah, you have been described as indelible. No, I said I have never been introduced or described in that way. So oh, I'll okay. Sorry. No, it's good. It's good. First time for everything. Yeah, look, I can't actually tell you what indelible means. If you were to ask me for a definition, just it rolled off the tongue, so I, yep. I went with it. Go with it. Yep. Um, but enough with those compliments. Uh, here's another guy that we wouldn't have a podcast without, and it's it's the Prince of Perth himself. Welcome, Friendy. Thank you, Horse Ford. It's great to be here. And uh, I've got this weird feeling that for some reason, we're going to be in sync like we've never seen before in this pod. So <laughs> that's where I'll leave it. Okay? I feel like there's going to be no dropping out. I, look, all will be revealed. Oh, we'll wait so. and see. <laughs> we still could have a dropout. <laughs> exactly. I could I could lose my words at any point in time. And uh, there you go. That was just a joke. That's, that's right. just me with my voice. Anyway, hey, we've had the welcomes. We're ready to go. Let's get on with the podcast. This month in sport. Well, welcome back to another this week slash month in sport. And we're going to start today with the AFL. We're going to do it a little bit differently, though. We've been having a chat here at Common Man HQ, and we think, let's be honest, let's be fair, we probably aren't producing the episodes at enough of a rapid rate (laughs) to really go into the nitty-gritty of what just happened on the weekend. If people want to listen to us for their sports talk, it's going to be a bit more of a general sports talk, a, a timeless, an ageless sports talk where... If someone was to listen to this in a couple of weeks or a month's time, it would still be a bit more relevant than needing to know the result of this game before the result of another game in two days' time. Because it was this week in sport. That's right. Then it was this month in sport. Now it's this year in sport. And soon it will just be this sport. Well, we we have been known to release pods after the actual event. So, you know, it is what it is, you know? It is. And look, we're just going to go a bit crazy. We're going to try something different. And we're just going to rely on our personalities and our knowledge of random stuff. That's right. Not as much of the actual sport. Well, we're the common men. Yeah, exactly. So, so it makes sense. As common does. men, that's this is actually should have been how we roll right from the get-go, <laughs> not episode 33. <laughs> the old Larry Bird episode, yeah, eh? let's go. Yeah. So round one of the AFL is all complete, and to be expected, um, it wasn't without surprises. The biggest surprise for me, though, was how my super coach team performed. And I've got to say, guys, I've, I've never... In the whole journey of Supercoach, I've never had a worse start oh, in my yes. team. Is this like pretty much throw the towel in sort of start? Basically, it does. Like right from the get-go. There's no coming back from this. Oh. Um, now, Horse, can you just refresh the memories of our listeners? There was a season where you finished, what was it, top something in the, in the nation? Oh, there's look, there was one season where it doesn't sound that good until you see the big numbers. I was 700th overall. Yep, yep. And that was... Um, out of 
I think it was 320,000 people that year. I mean, listen, we're, we're talking about a serious super coach player here. So this is a, quite a sad day for you, isn't it? It is. Um, but you were my at biggest stage, single round, 20 or something. My biggest like single round result, I came sixth one round yep. in uh, COVID times. And um, yeah. you might remember 40 after a Easter Monday game. I do. Walking remember. back to the walking car up, to check. Yep. Past the walking uh, home. Well, not walking home. Walking, <laughs> yes, back walking the down the highway. From the MCG. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Those days where petrol was that expensive. That's right. It was a whole day affair, though. You'd get up at 2 a.m. to walk to the G. It was glorious. <laughs> so but, uh, so I, how bad are we talking then, horse? I, uh, I'm, this, curr- yeah. I'm currently sitting at 110,000th. 110, 110,000? Out of 110,000? Out of 160,000. <laughs> oh, jeez. I feel like it's just... Oh, well, may as well just go for broke and have a plan for, like, trying to win one round for the whole year. True. I'm going to pivot. Pivot? Yeah. There's there's nothing worse than that, though, is there? Like, you, you've been thinking about this for a long time. Yes. This is the moment to get things rolling, and now it's like, what's the point? Yeah, exactly. It's like, oh, well, I'll spend 10 minutes on this a week now. I mean, it's probably good from a family perspective. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> I'm going to free up a lot of time. I was going to say, it's going to be a much uh, less... Stressful season for you, I would suggest, horse this year. Although, knowing me, I'll probably still watch all the games going, he's on my team, he's on my team, going hopeless, you're all going hopeless. And like, I'm just going to hate it even more. I don't know. I don't know. We'll wait and see. Maybe in a month's time, we'll chat and and Olive can turn it around. True. Mentally, at least. I don't think. Here's hoping. Here's yeah, hoping. That's all we can do. Hey, are you guys tipping? We are. I am, anyway. I am too. Yeah, I've I've returned to tipping for the first time in like ten years. Well, we've got a uh, tipping comp at work, and um, uh, I've got five tips on the weekend. Friendy, you did too. Yeah, I reckon. Uh, is that not counting the draw? That is counting the draw, right. and I tipped the Blues. Most people tip Richmond, and mm. I was like, here we go. Well, uh, well, we were both wrong, weren't we? So we, okay, we well, get the tip for the draw. That's yep. how our competition works. Yeah, no, mine did as well. Yeah. So so at least I can say I'm beating you guys in the footy tipping. I'm on six. Hey. six. There you go. Well, I reckon we should keep a running tally going. So we'll check back in in a month's time or something, won't we? And well, probably yeah, next. Yeah. yeah no, yep, good yep. point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, 40. Yes. Moving on from the tipping, we'll revisit that another time. Yep. Did you join Joel Salwood for his walk to the G on Friday night? I didn't. I uh, actually um, wasn't on the walk. I was already in the G. Oh. And I saw him do the lap around the G in the, in the car. So, But no, I wasn't uh, uh, privileged enough to be uh, one of those people walking uh, along there with the cup. Was it the cup? No, the flag, the premiership flag. Yeah. I'm not quite sure. I didn't get there either yes. myself. Uh, I, I went up with three others to the game. Yeah. And um, we got stuck trying to get onto the Power Street, or off the Power st- or onto the Power Street exit, if that makes sense. The off. traffic was pretty mental. It was. It was. And um, two of the guys in the back seat, they were really in need of a toilet. <laughs> and so as we started exiting the uh, Power Street... Horse, I have seen this happen before. <laughs> The two going, of them going to the footy. Yes, always happens. You always they see. jump out of the car. Yep, and obviously guys are able to do this. Yes, had a leak, and then run all the way up about hundred meters up the road, yeah, and they get jump back, in, back the in the car. And <laughs> well, well, they didn't jump back in the car. I was like, okay, we'll see you at the game. 
So they <laughs> they jumped out and they found like these little covey area that they okay. walked down, sort of like an underpass. There you go. <laughs> wow. Anyway, and then and then um, I needed Did to go. Did they beat to, you? I needed to go to the toilet. Oh, so you were? I was going to ask, were you one of the two? But obviously, I wasn't. You yeah, yeah. And so, uh, Robbie and I got to like Alexandra Ave around the river there where yes. there are actually toilets. I was like, I got to go. And so he just dropped me off to, and went to look for a park. And like four of us came, but we three three groups arrived separately. We all <laughs> we all arrived separately. I was the first one to the ground. I'll admit I, I ran um, after I'd done my business. I just ran. I was like, I'll get some fitness in. And then Robbie ran and he came second. And then the, the two guys from the overpass, they, they made it last. Um, it's like the amazing race, isn't it? It's yeah. just- <laughs> it really did have those vibes. Like, we'll see you at the X marks, the spot. We'll see you there. I'm He's going to be the they first. I could be quick enough to just, you know, 100. If it's- I really feel like they probably could have ran back to the car if yeah. they committed. I feel like <laughs> they, they didn't even. I feel like it was not even a thought. Didn't even, certainly <laughs> didn't even contemplate wasn't even it. something that they were going to consider. There you go. But when they got. When they got out of the like onto the street or whatever, then they were walking. Someone came up to them and said, um, "Were you were you to the guys in the car with Maddie Horstead?" <laughs> and they're like, "Yep." And I don't know who this person is. Oh, well, it was actually me, horse. No, just joke. <laughs> I thought you would have messaged me if it was you because I knew you were there. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so shout out, call out. If anyone wants to claim it, that it was them, that'd be good to know because I've been wondering who it was. Yeah. And also, how did you spot me? I wasn't in my car. I was just in the passenger seat of not even Robbie's car, of Robbie's mum's car. So, <laughs> well, yeah, it was random. I'm guessing if it was a bumper-to-bumper traffic horse, they would have probably come Gone alongside past, you. Come and, alongside uh, and I didn't picture. see. Yeah. Yep, yep. There you go. Anyway. Anyway. That... that Interesting That's a story. Note for you. What was the what was the atmosphere actually like well, in the G? Atmosphere was unbelievable. Electric, I would have thought. Eighty six thousand people there, and um, I'll tell you what, it was amazing. Obviously, uh, Geelong lost, but uh, it was amazing till that third quarter. And then where I was sitting, <laughs> there was this annoying little kid. I think about I'm going to guess and say maybe nine or ten years old. And he started squealing, and it was so high-pitched that it was so irritating. That Cat, I, Cats fan, I'm assuming? No, he was Collingwood, because mm. Collingwood started to get up and about. Yeah, of course. And then all of a sudden, I hear this squealing going on. I'm going, what is that? Like, barring for your team, but not high-pitched squealing. Turn around, and then identify who it is. Give him an absolute death stare. <laughs> <laughs> mate, mate, you're dead to me. No, I didn't do that. Um, but... Uh, Oh, it was it was horrific. I was and, waiting for a um, big reveal. Yeah, like you I, knew the person. No, I was. I didn't. I thought you. I was very tempted uh, to call a few snipers in and take him out. Well, you could have done the text. You know, any social. Well, yeah, any social behaviour. I should have done that, horse. There's a child who has a really high pitched voice that's annoying me. <laughs> I'm sure they would take that really seriously if that came through on a text. Oh, it was. He's almost squealing. It was da- <laughs> it, not almost. It was damaging my hearing. Um, but anyway, it was incredible atmosphere. And, and, and Ollie Henry, when he got tackled in the oh, goal square, right goodness. in front of the Collingwood cheer squad, we Brad close so there, like hand, hands, yep. hands. But yeah, the um, but guys, it's okay because he's back with his family. Yes. And it has been pretty tough. But what I love... 
<laughs> living an hour away the Collingwood, has been pretty intense. The Collingwood fans were giving it to him, and then all of Geelong just got right behind him, and yeah. the chanting of Ollie just <laughs> like going it. around like the it. ground was awesome. I'll tell you what, 86,000, round one, reigning premiers, and then Collingwood, a bit light on, I would have thought. Well, it's actually the biggest home crowd that Geelong's ever played to in a home and away season, ever. Wow. So, and could I say that the banner for Collingwood cheer squad was on point? I did see that you Geelong, posted that up in the Instagram, where they farm and surf and play a home game on Collingwood turf. I was like, "Well played, Geelong. Well played, Collingwood cheer squad." That yeah. was. Actually- I don't. I mean, I don't know what their point is because they won't let us play a home game against you on our home turf. Yeah. So you're having a crack at the AFL because it's not a go at us. Yeah, Correct. that's right. Well, I mean, I heard people calling up on on um, talkback radio saying, oh, oh, they complain about not getting a home final, but then they'll take the gate tonight, won't they? Yeah, we'll take the gate, but we haven't <laughs> been given a choice. And I think we would still choose to play at home. I, I don't think the 88,000, like 40,000 at Geelong, where we own everything in the building, is going to get you just as much money plus the flow and effects for the weekend. So don't ever tell us. Oh, this is me getting passionate. Don't ever say, mm. yeah, yeah, you'll take the gate. Of course we'll take the gate because you're making us. So you get the home ground advantage. I just, can I just jump in? What? When did it stop? Like, when did you guys stop playing all your home games at Kidinia Park? Because there must have been a time where every team played at Kidinia Park, right? The last time I remember playing all the top teams down at Kidinia Park was 1993. Yeah, I remember playing. I remember I being at uh, Kidinia Park for an Essendon game. Yep, and was it that was in Chockers? It was like you know, standing room yeah. of thirty three, thirty four thousand, and you are like. And I reckon that was like the year where we had to win the last five games in a row to be a chance to make the finals. Wow. Yes, and we beat the top, the team that was top of the ladder for five weeks in a row. Yeah, and then we missed out on percentage. Yes. We had to rely on Collingwood, Collingwood beating be Adelaide. Or Adelaide? Or Adelaide in Adelaide. Adelaide. We had to rely on Collingwood and they let us And in. then the, the baby bombers ended up coming through and winning anyway. They did. But we belted the baby bombers by like 10 goals or something in, in the last... Oh, wow. Second or third last round, we beat Hawthorne, we beat Collingwood, we beat West Coast in the last round when Gary Ablett almost broke his back on the goalpost. Yes, yes. Oh. And um, of course, I'd love a good fact check here. What, mm. what would be for Geelong to break even at the MCG having a home game? What would be the amount of people that have to be there? I know back in the day, uh, now Marvel Stadium, they would say that for Geelong to break even, it would have they would have to get at least thirty five thousand people. Yeah. Um, compared to as you said, if they had a home game in Geelong, you know they own everything, so they're gonna. Still All be quite profitable with twenty yeah, yeah. twenty five thousand, mm. yeah. but um, for the MCG, I'm wondering what that'd be interesting to find out. Yeah, I'm not okay. saying Ooh. I'm not so. I don't know if you can find that out, horse. <laughs> I'll do my best. I'll see what what soundbite I've chucked in by now. <laughs> look, I've had a look, and uh, the stats were a bit old, but the best I could work out was a, a home game for Geelong at GMHBA Stadium. Nets about a million dollars if everyone shows up, as opposed to the MCG, um, where forty thousand people gets you one hundred and fifty thousand dollars profit, twenty seven thousand breaks even. So on those calculations, you're looking at about six hundred thousand 
dollars for Friday night as opposed to a million dollars. So, Friendy. Yes. We enjoyed um, loud crowds, big crowds. Yep. How was it for you and the other 17 West Coast fans <laughs> on the weekend? You didn't, did you make it to the game? Well, I, um, I, I didn't make it to the game because I was busy having an ice bath. Um, oh, look which, out! Uh, you know, which obviously is the running joke with North Melbourne at the moment. Um, but I didn't even watch the game, horse. Wow! Can, can I just say from the start, I, I'm not in AFL mode yet, and I'm not sure why. What? Well, you're in daddy mode. Well, I think that's the issue, yeah. right? I, my my priorities are dad first, everything else at some point. Yep. So I, I And that explains why you don't have any pants on tonight. <laughs> you forgot yeah, about I that. actually thought that West getting Coast dressed. I was getting ready to watch the West Coast game, assuming it was on Sunday Arvo, which most West Coast games are. And then I check my feed and I see West Coast lost round one. And I'm like, What? I didn't even know they were playing Saturday. <laughs> so look, um, you know, as we saw, four uh coaches, four new coaches at new clubs uh won games, Alistair Clarkson obviously being one of them. Um, and it just shows you that having someone experienced like him... Now, I know they were only playing West Coast who finished one place higher than last year, but he, he will turn that club around. Whether he wins them a premiership, I don't know, but he will get them off the bottom of the ladder. Uh, and it'll be interesting to see what happens. I, I was going to say, uh, Friendy, um, I feel... Uh, I think previous seasons, I'd sometimes take him a few rounds to get into the footy mm. season. Because I'm still in NBA mode, playoffs. Yes, that start, correct. Yeah, yep. correct. Boston Celtics. But I feel like for me this time, because Geelong won the premiership, you're invested straight away. Very excited about round one again. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I was going to say, speaking of home games, the only opportunity where West Coast I knew comes you were going to bring Geelong, this up. Yes, <laughs> and where are they playing? They're playing at uh, Adelaide Oval. Yes. It's a long home game at the Adelaide old gather Oval. round. So I want to put it out there. Do we hit the road? Do we get on the road, the Common Man Trio, and drive to Adelaide to watch Geelong West Coast? Why would we do that? <laughs> <laughs> because I reckon I reckon there would be better hot jam donuts at Adelaide Oval than the MCG horse. It could be true. Could well, be true. I haven't even touched that that's, topic next. That's the segue I've thrown into. Thank you. you. <laughs> because I was going to say that was... That was the biggest... I mean, obviously, the result was disappointing, but the jam donut dilemma is, is its real. It's a serious Guys, thing. I have been now... The last couple of times that I've been to the MCG, they put out these crusty jam donuts. They obviously, they cook them and they just leave them there, mm. sitting mm. in the bay-marie, yep. exposed to the heat yep. and drying up. Now, grand final, I was like... Always get jam donuts at halftime. I've got to do it. I just got to do it anyway. And you can never get cookers as well, horse. No, no, cookers are are not part of the football routine. It's just jam donuts. (laughs) How many do you get? Because you never get one. You always got to get more than one, right? Oh well, in Geelong you get the half dozen and you split them, Mm. and the third one's an optional. Like you won't necessarily eat it um, straight away, or you might just like hand it off to someone else. So that's generally what we do. Um, MCG, they come in just in like open cardboard, lots of two. So they're not even in the bag inside the ground. You need the bag. Mm. They're in this half tray cardboard. And I, I did it at grand final day because I was like, I've got to. And it was they were the worst jam donuts I've ever tasted in my life. And you went back round one? They were crunchy. They were just crunchy. No, here's what happened. I got, I got to the front of the line 
saw those jam donuts and I was like, oh, <laughs> I've seen you before. I'm not touching you. They were exactly the same. You could, you could see they were like shriveled up hard. They were just, they were, you know, they were going to be like eating chalk. Maybe left there from the grand final. Potentially had been. Or Ed Sheeran concert. <laughs> yeah. One or the other. Um, he'd like a jam donut. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> so horse, the Geelong ones would have to be up there, wouldn't they? Is that where would be the best place that you've oh, got a hot jam donut? Well, certainly the Geelong ones. They're, they're, they're there being made fresh. They've got the donut van. They're yep. coming out. That's their special. You know, yeah. That's what they do. Exactly. That's what we do well. Jam donuts. And dumplings. And, and jam donuts Dimmies. are quite an art because, you know, sometimes it can look great, it can be perfectly cooked, and then the jam is on fire. And oh, you, for sure. <laughs> you burn everything yep. in your mouth. Um, or, or you do the whole bite one end and blow it out the other end. That's not, I mean, the other end of the jam donut. <laughs> <laughs> there's, and there's some kind <laughs> There's, uh, it's not that quick reacting. There's, okay. there's, there's some times where they don't even put jam in the donut. They put a little blob on top and then, you know, yeah, and you go finding it and then you get to the end of it and you go, there was none in there. Mm. Can I say probably the best jam donuts that I've ever had is uh, down at Port Arlington. Oh, um, they, around Easter New Year, uh, Christmas New yeah, Year's. Yeah, they have the truck down there. The American the donut. is just yep. going forever. They make their own uh, dough... And they're not like your normal site. Like they're sort of different shapes and stuff. Yeah, they're not that perfect round thing, and then they just squeeze the jam in there. No, they are legit homemade hot jam. Can can I just throw in here that for this, this must be a tough chat for you because um, you know people can't see Ford right now, but uh, you're on a bit of a fitness journey at the moment, Ford, and so jam donuts wouldn't be in the diet at the moment. Would this be correct? No, that is correct uh, for any. They wouldn't be, but uh, there is a cheat day that uh, occurs. They could be okay. very much in line okay. for. Okay, so, there you go. Yes. Interesting um, segue. But, Question um... without notice. <laughs> uh, jam donuts aside, what is one thing that you think you would like to be able to purchase food-wise at a sports event that you can't already? What would be something you'd be like? Oh, I just wish I could roll up to the normal food stand within the stadium and they'd have this. Look, without having a lot of thinking time, Horse, uh, I'd go straight with the vanilla slice. Oh, yeah. You know, I'm a big vanilla slice fan and um, I don't think you can get them at sporting events, oh, can I, I can't recall seeing a snot block. Oh, I couldn't call, recall could you, that either. Could you imagine buying a, a nice latte and a snot block at the footy? I reckon it'd go all right. There you go. Is this a new campaign? This could be. Snot blocks at the footy. <laughs> that, that, that'll go all right, I reckon. S- s- Sna- spat. Snag a, snag a sausage and snot a block. That's it. <laughs> I, don't I don't know if that works. Snot a blockage. <laughs> yeah. Talk to our marketing department and uh, get back to you. Um, I, I reckon, uh, yeah, sometimes you go the. I love a good ice cream horse. And, you do. Um, you are partial. Yes. The ice creams that they have, they're that, you know... Mr. Whippy, yeah, creamy, or they're rubbish. just they're just straight from the I want, from the freezer. I want legit like gelati, gelati. Yeah, forty. What about a v-netta on a stick? Oh, now you're talking me. This is good. <laughs> this is good. How big would the stick have to be? Oh, it's, you, hey, you can you, you can, can buy get them. them. You can buy yeah. v-netta what? on a stick. V-netta on a stick. That's a legit Google thing. it. You're welcome. Yes. Can we 
Get one on the way home. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look, you don't have to convince me. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. A uh, couple of things to, to put forward to sports stadiums all around Australia. Snot blocks, Viennetta's on a stick. I like just being able to get a high-quality gelati. And if, if you've got the, the good quality ice cream, then you can also branch out to, like, good quality thick shakes and yep. milkshakes mm, and yeah. things like that yeah. as well. Because yeah. there's no... You can't get a milkshake. You good. can't get a thick shake at, at the footy, can like you? Like a good cookies and cream. You know, those ones at Wendy's. I love those. Yeah, those but, crunchy yeah. ones. But middle of winter too, like, you do want a hot jam, Doughy. Yeah. You do. You know? You, you need a quality. Start of the season, end of the season. Hey. You don't mind ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> the sun's out, guns out. Get the ice cream out. <laughs> love it. Hey, another thing that I'm just throwing in there. I was thinking the other day about uh, football ads because... The, the new um, NAB Mini Legends one had come up and my boys like following that one. Uh, they Now they always go, Zach, Tui. Do you remember that one from yeah. It Was Danger? Yes, yes. Yep. yep, so they say it all the time. We've we've got a Beards book, which is Beards of the AFL and Zach yep. Tui's in it as well. <laughs> so they just How love did Grime Myers get on there? Like, what has Grime Myers done? I mean, Grime Myers is a little legend. He, well... He could he could have played himself, couldn't he? <laughs> this Be is the true. first mini legend played by himself. Self-proclaimed. Um, but it did get me thinking about some of the famous footy ads that we've had over the years. And again, throwing it out to you guys, what what are some of those famous ads that you have enjoyed? What do you if we were to pick the number one football Four. ad campaign of the last thirty years? What would it be? Jesus, there's a lot to choose from, horse. Uh, you know the, uh, the 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 Toyota ads come to mind straight away. Yep. Um, the Toyota Legends. Toyota Legends, yes. Uh, Ford, I don't know. You about to jump in there? Well, you can't go past uh, was it S- Stephen Curry and what was the yeah that is, the Toyota that's Legends. That's the legend, yes. Yeah, yes. yeah. Uh, Jezalink. Oh, you beauty. Um, <laughs> there was Jezza on that, and there was a Lee Matthews one as well. And there was Tony Lockett. Yes. With the, with the pig. The pig. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was a classic. So, um, But there's been some good Carlton draft ads, but I don't think they've been related to footy. I think it's just been solely, solely Carlton, Carlton draft. draft. So. There's also obviously been the NAB mini legends mm-hmm. yep. one. But another one that I'd like to uh, run down memory lane, uh, it started in the mid-90s. Um, and there, if you look online, we'll post, we might even post up some of these links in the show notes. Like it, yes. So you can go have a look at some of these old football ads. Mm-hmm. There is a fantastic uh, phrase that came out in uh, about 95, 96, which was that I'd like to see that campaign. And I, I was wondering, um, as a segue into 2023, yes, uh, 40, actually 40, can you give us a sample mm. of that? I'd like to see that. What yep. was one of the... Um, I could do two different ones. Okay. I could do a male one and then I'll do a female perspective one. So yep. first we'll do the male one. Yep. Uh, guy jump on uh, the back of someone's shoulders, takes a mark. I'd like to see that. <laughs> 44 guys running around in tight shorts. I'd like to see that. <laughs> that was a female. Oh, okay. I wasn't sure. Yeah, the no, voice no. didn't change. Yeah, no, I, was, I was a bit confused there too. 44 <laughs> blokes running around in tight shorts. I'd like to see that. <laughs> okay. 
Heather Locklear, I believe that one was actually. Is that right? Was yeah. that Heather Locklear? Yeah, I can't remember. <laughs> yep. Um, so, what would be your 2023? I'd like to see that. And we, we could even like give you the background music. Brad, Cl- Brad Close, no sleeves on his arms. I'd like to see that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You're unbelievable. <laughs> so you've got? <laughs> I can't think of something on the spot. Sorry, horse. I'm I've, sure I've got a few. Were, I, yeah. I think um, uh, long, long socks on all players, mandatory. I'd like to see that. Yes. Long socks. Long, I mean, the old school long yep. socks. I want yep. to bring that back. Patrick Dangerfield doesn't mind uh, pulling them out. Yes, yes. There. He doesn't. Ob- obvious one for me. The uh, the MCG selling edible jam donuts. <laughs> I'd like to see yes, that. Yes, yes, absolutely. <laughs> hey, why don't we put a call out? If, if you've got a, you'd like to see that, we would love to hear it or mm. see it on the socials. Um there we go. Well, look, we're going. We're going to throw like to the it. socials in like in like the middle of an episode all as well. Right. We're breaking <laughs> all the rules. That's yeah. crazy. So good on the Instagram. Yep. At the common man. Yep. Slide a DM. Yep. That thing too. <laughs> I think we've talked enough about the the football. We have. And I wanted to throw to you, Forty, because I know you're pretty passionate about the cricket, and you had a few things that you wanted to talk, to talk about. Yeah, well, look, boys, we've just uh, finished the India series with the tests and. I would have to say, I call corruption. Be nice here, Ford. I know you're fired up about this. I am going to call them flat-out cheaters. The Indian Cricket Board, or whoever's in charge, the way they've manufactured these pitches is absolute disgrace. (laughs) They've done this on purpose. They've created two pitches that are going to be very spin-friendly. It doesn't give Australia much time to adjust. Three pitches? Yeah, Third one, we're able to be ready for it. Yeah, and, we called we their bluff it. on the third one. Yep. And then the fourth one, they're going, oh, hang on. They'd sewn it up. Let's put out a flat track <laughs> so there's going to be no, no result, result. Yep. so that we win 2-1. Like, and prove that we can can have batting matches over here, not just yeah, bowling mm, matches. Absolute, absolute disgrace, horse and uh, friendy. And uh, <laughs> I, I think there needs to be, uh, what's the word? In- in- inquest, inquest <laughs> into the uh, into the organisation of the Indian cricket. The board. ICC needs to take a look. I, d- I, I believe that that is correct, but um, at least we're not getting the ridiculous decisions that um, would happen over there. With with uh, now with the DRS, that does help out Australia or the visiting teams. Mm-hmm. But um, yes, I thought Australia did well though. I thought that the, they finally the three spinners. I thought was really good. Um, Uzi, uh, Uz, he was fantastic. Oh, sensational, wasn't he? He was great. Um, you know, you know what's fa- your Well, my favourite thing about the whole the whole series was, um, and I do think if we had our time again, even if, even if it was the four same pitches, if we went back again, I reckon we'd actually beat them. I know it yep. sounds weird, but we, we yep. just had a slow start, mm. and that second test really hurt us when we 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 were ahead of the game and then oh. we crumbled. But my favourite thing of the whole series was Steve Smith. When he was captaining, I don't know if you noticed, but he used DRS better than I've ever seen anyone use it before. Yeah. Every time, like, there was not... It wasn't even close that it was a stumping. He would appeal like anything because 
you got a free uh, look at whether they snicked it because if someone snicked it on their bat and they've caught it, and I think he got he, he did that one or two times and he and he got the the call reversed. All they did was appealed for the stumping and they got to you know go to the third man and it doesn't cost you anything. It was like a free mm. look. Mm. It was the most genius thing ever, and now they're looking at changing the rules because Steve Smith out- outsmarted them. That's it was fantastic. Great. That's good. There was a couple of times he was very, very animated between uh, uh, Alex Carey and uh, uh, Murphy. There was a couple yes, of times. Correct. Yep. That's right. Yeah, that's right. And because like it was a spinner's game. Yeah, that's yeah. right. It was, it was brilliant. But that, that is true. That was very good. Look, I've got to say, I do have to be devil's advocate a little bit here, not calling India the devil, but. Well, we could. Careful. <laughs> yep. Steady on. Because, you know, that's that's the one thing that you need to take into consideration is every team, when it's their home turf, they get to have a chat with your curator. They Now, we're not that great at doing it because we can often produce pitches that aren't necessarily in our favour. Um, take the MCG, for example, for a number of years. But... It is their prerogative to have some say in the way that they want the pitch, pitch curated. And in the end, it also it might work in their favour when they're home, but it also means that they're pretty terrible when they're away as well. Yep. So yeah. it does even out it a does. little bit. But, but the, the good thing is we still finish top of the uh, Test Championship rankings and we're going to play we're India in, in London. Yeah. Exactly. So, and I reckon we'll stomp them. I think we'll flog them. Yep. yep. Absolutely. And uh, but I think the biggest error in the whole series was the selection. That again, oh. Paddy Cummins has to have something to answer for. And uh, Travis Head being dropped. Travis Head not being included in the first test. And obviously, we missed Cameron Green. We really did miss yeah, him correct. in the first yes. test as well. Yep. But yep. that has got to be oh unbelievable. Who, who thought that was a good idea? And I think to the other one was in that first test, Stark was still out. You put Stark... I mean, I know they played Boland and Cummins, which looking back, you go, we should have played three spinners. Yep. But if you had had Stark in there instead of Boland in the first test, I reckon that could have changed because Stark actually bowled quite well over in India. So mm, True, true. Yeah, it did hurt. It did. Hey, uh, last night, while I was watching the second one day, um, between the innings, they actually they showed an old one-day game. Mm. Not sure if anyone else saw that. It was a game where Alan Border scored 100. Um, well, that would have been more than last night, almost combined. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it almost was. Um, but the funny thing was, when he when he scored his 100, everyone ran onto the field. Oh, yeah, I have seen this footage, actually. Yeah, and Greg Chappell <laughs> was like, pointing his back, going, go away, go yep, away. Yep. Um, which made me think, like... Was it that rare, obviously, to see a hundred in a one-day game that they thought it was like this is historical? I've got to get out there on the field, or just what were they thinking back in the in the early eighties, yeah. where it was just like, oh yeah, let's run on the field for that? Well, it was pretty wild back then, wasn't it? So. <laughs> it was a different era. It like, was. Uh... You you were, you were not getting ten thousand dollar fines. That's no. for sure. No. no. Um, have you guys ever ran out on the field? Well, yes, absolutely, horse. Uh, certainly, being a Geelong supporter and Gary Ablett Senior kicking a hundred goals in a season definitely yep. was an opportunity to run out in the ground. Yep, um, that would probably you, be the only time you did that. I did that. Well done. Well yep. played. Yep. Kid I, in the I park. did that. You were too. there as well. Yep. Yep. I just plotted out afterwards. The mate that I was with, he he ran out. He was one of the first into the middle, and he appeared on all the footage. Yep. Um, but he also ran out onto the middle when. 
he kicked a point. <laughs> I'm not sure if you remember that. A bunch run out. Yeah, I do actually. Yeah, well, he thought he was kidding his hundredth, yeah. and you know, he kicked and his ninety ninth and a point. And um, I do yeah. remember though. You know, everyone runs out to go tap Gary on the on the back, and all of a sudden having a bit of a kick on the a kick of the footy while you're out there on the wing. While they, while yeah, yeah. Trying to get rid of the run off the ground. Everyone's having a bit of a, bit of a laugh. So, yeah. <laughs> so from running onto the field over to uh, running down the courts. How's that for a terrible segue for Andy? <laughs> hey, what's happening in the NBA? NBA, well, it's heating up because uh, playoffs are just around the corner. Um, and the uh, actually, both conferences, there's a lot still at stake with play-ins and whatnot. Um, you know, at, currently, as we stand, um, the, the Lakers, who are my hopeful, uh, are sitting 11th but they could still finish in the top five. Like, it's ridiculous. So, hopefully when we talk... They won't. Hey, hopefully when we talk <laughs> next, they would have. Um, and so, there's plenty happening. What, what I want to throw out to you guys straight away is with yep. playoffs coming up, yep. just quickly, are you still thinking or leaning the same way with your predictions of who's coming out of the West, who's coming out of the East? Oh, you well, go. I'm, I'm trying you to go. remember what my predictions was last time. Well, I, I think you were Boston. Yeah, but I've always thought from a Boston perspective that uh, the Bucks are our biggest threat. They always have been. Mm. Um, and I think they've got that pretty much sewn up. They're playing some pretty good basketball, whereas Boston's been a little bit all over the place at the moment. But, yeah, it's pretty clear. I think West is Denver, obviously. Yeah. But... um. Phoenix is looking good now, obviously, with the trade with KD. So, they're a bit of a dark horse. Yep. Yep. And Memphis is a little all over the place, obviously, with Jar Morant not being around. Yeah, and Golden State are nowhere. I thought they yep. they should have been coming good around now, but yep. don't tend yeah. to... Uh, you can't one. write them off, though. No, you can't. I mean, yeah. Without getting into results too much at the moment, one win or one loss is moving you from 5th oh. to 7th to 8th to... Not, you know, you're... In and out of the playing tournament every day. Well, they were the saying uh, in in December the Pelicans were top of the West and now they're twelfth. Yeah. that's how yeah. quickly it's changed. So, but who would have picked Sacramento to be second? No, like it's, doing, it's the yeah. it's the Delhi factor. I'm telling you, he won Cleveland a championship and now he's going to do the same thing with the Kings. Well, yeah, <laughs> the Delhi <laughs> meets the eight. But look. Joe Ingles has been a great addition for the Milwaukee Bucks. Yep. I think Milwaukee come out of the East. Yep. And uh, I think I'm not going to be surprised if I, I've never rated them, always thought they were missing a piece, but I think this is a year that Denver could come out of the West. Well, you've gone with a top two. I know, but I, I, I've, never, I've, never, yeah, I've, yeah. Never, I've never rated Denver. Really Denver have finished That's top sick. two, three the last couple of years. Just haven't quite yep. got over the line, have but they? Because Golden State haven't... I thought Golden State were going to come good by now as well. Yep. Phoenix, I mean, they've, KD, got, they've got the talent. They've got KD to come back again. Correct. Um, but, uh, you know. I think Phoenix come out of the West. Okay. That's my prediction. Okay. Yeah. But, I'll... like, Denver... It would be nice to see Denver. They've been there for so long, consistent, up the top the last few seasons. And I don't think my, my, my Pelicans are going to do much. No, no, you got on the pals, and look what you've done to them. <laughs> it's similar to we did. He was going to pick a team, though, horse. Remember, he was going to get a jersey. Yeah, it's not, it's not the Pelicans. Though. He's got Zion on his back, so he's still got to stick with them. Yeah. Hey, the, there's talk that an NBA game can't be 
too far off coming to Australia. That would be amazing. What what two teams would it be? Yeah, that's the question. <laughs> I was going to well, put out there. Would it be OKC for the giddy factor? I reckon it'd have to be a couple of teams with some Aussies, and I would have thought. Yeah, and there, and I did I did see or read somewhere two horse that um they like the UFC a couple of weeks ago in Perth. They still play. They still had the UFC on at prime time USA time, which mm. means we could be looking at a morning NBA game in Australia for yeah. prime time America. So maybe, so, maybe Brooklyn versus uh, OKC. OKC. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I or, mean, with Ben Simmons watching. And you'd have to play it. Where would you play it? In Melbourne? Oh, yeah. Yeah. It has sure. to be. It have to be Melbourne. Sporting capital of Australia. Well, Sydney Kings have just won the last two NBL championships. Yeah, but they'll get 20,000 there. They're like at, uh, well, we put it at the MCG. Or Eddie Hart. No, we, we, Sorry, did, we, we, we did We, we did, did the Marvel MC. thing. Yeah, that was no good. No, no good. on the raised platform for the Dream Team. Do you remember that? Yeah, I did. Yeah, it was but no, it was why no, wouldn't they do that, that again? Weird. They get 50,000 there. Yeah. Yeah, it was no good. They might work out a better way to set up the court. Maybe, mm. maybe. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Mm. Anything else to add? Obviously interesting. Topic <laughs> <there> <laughs> <horse>. <laughs> Sorry. Just getting the yawns. Yeah, cool. yep. That was a good one. Um, no, that's about NBA for now. And uh, I'm going to throw in there, Joel Embiid's going to win their VP. Let's move on. Okay. It's very good. Well, I'll take that. You, is that okay with you, Forty? Jeez. Oh, I think it could be anyone out of Giannis... Jokic or Embiid, they've all been yeah. very, very Give Embiid a turn. The other two have had a go. Yeah, yeah he's a chance now. He's really mm. had a crack the last few weeks, if not the whole season. Yeah. And Philly, he has really carried them on his back, Philly. Mm. Uh, Embiid, oh, sorry, Embiid's put Philly on his back. Yeah. But you never know. Maybe if Philly can get to first spot, that might be enough. It could be. And on that note, it might be enough of this month in sport. Well, we're going to test a new segment today called You Got a Friend in Me. And Friendy, what is the premise of this segment? Well, uh, obviously it's a bit of a play on uh, word with my last name, Horse. Mm. Um, Oh, is it? I'm jumping to assumptions there. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But look, I'm a friendly guy at heart, uh, but I do take my sport um, very seriously and there are times where I can't stand certain athletes. Um, but every now and then, when I, when I can't stand, whether they're on the opposition team or even if they're on my own team, and whatever it is, there are just some people where I'm like, you're not a good person. I don't like you. Um, which is weird. When my last name's Friend, it shouldn't be like that, Ford. Uh, but look, there are times where the goodness of my heart comes out and they, become, they go from being an enemy to becoming a friend horse. And so this segment is all about people that were enemies in my eyes, people mm-hmm. I didn't like, mm-hmm. hated. I'm sure I would have liked them off the off the sporting arena. Yeah, but yeah. On the, you know. I know what you mean. So to kick things off, uh, and we could go anywhere with this, um, like a great example for you, horse, would be like a Pat Beverly. I'm sure you, you know, he would have been an enemy for you now. He's on the Bulls. Yeah, yeah, totally. He... Uh, one of those players that unless they're playing for your team, That's you're right. not going to like That's them. Right. So, like a Hayden Ballantyne. Oh, he is a great example. But he, he never moved from Frio. Yeah. So, <laughs> so we all just hated on him. Well, Dean Solomon was on. <laughs> yes, yes. From he, Essendon. Correct. To Frio. Yeah. Correct. So, so the, to kick things off, um, 
that they've left the enemy list and joined the friend list is uh, the one, the only from England, cricketer, Freddie mm. Flintoff. Mm. And here's why. Okay. Let me take you back to 2005 Ashes series in oh, England. Yep. Almost one of the best test series I can recall, even though we lost it. It was unbelievable, edgier seat stuff. But I don't know if you can agree with me here, but I could not stand Freddie in that. He was just arrogant. He was... They all were. Oh, mm. they were just... I, you're right. They all were, but he was the one that stood out for yeah. me. I he struggled. was leading the way. Correct. You know, he chest out, pumping, got excited, all that sort of stuff. He, I, I would refer to him as a flog. Yep. And um, But someone even past his career, I'm like, nah, you're a flog, mate. Back then, that's it, whatever. Yep. But then... I'm a celebrity, get me out of here, comes around, Ford. And he comes on the show. And we start to get to know him a little bit more. And we start to hear a bit of his story and all this sort of stuff. And all of a sudden, I'm like, you know what? You're actually a good bloke. Mm. And and you just wanted to play and win for your country. Yep. And I found some respect for him. And he's and you know what? I welcomed him to the friend club. He, he you got a friend in Friendy. You got a friend in Friendy. Yeah, it's good. Freddie got a friend in Friendy, Freddie. <laughs> he revitalized his brand and uh, became he, a he lovable... Did. Lovable character, and he, he did. Uh, I commentating mean, was he loved the commentating of the Big Bash was amazing. Big, yeah, it was. What and then great he, singer was he on the Ninja Warrior? Did the for Ninja something? Warrior. <laughs> Not really so, sure how. So he's one. He's one a place in my heart, though. So I don't yeah. know if anyone's out there and you've got some enemies that have become friends, or you know. Well, that sort I was, was going to say. Uh, Bernie Tomic tried to do the same with I'm a Celebrity. Get me. Yeah, out that here. didn't oh, work. That, I that, didn't that work. worked. He became more of a villain. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, but I've got another. Uh, there is a tennis player on my list, but what about we'll Nick? reveal that next time. Oh, okay. Sorry, I don't want to be a spoiler. <laughs> Was that a spoiler? I could, maybe. Oh, there's plenty that have turned on. Okay, me. there well, you go. You guys suggest you did say his first name. Yeah, yeah. You know who I was talking yes. about. He changed the narrative a little bit uh, with the doubles. Yes, and there's been a documentary. Yes, as well on Netflix on, on the flicks of net Breakpoint. Yeah. Okay. Have you watched it? Have I? Oh, sorry, you, I sorry. Yes, no, I have not. No, I've not. No, I haven't, no, I've not I haven't watched, watched it. it. It's good. It Neither. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I've got it on my cue list, my watch list. Yep. That's good fif- one. 15 loves the Ford, I would have thought. That. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> well, Freddie got a friend in Friendy. Welcome to the club. Um, uh, there we go. That's how you <laughs> have to end that segment. Freddie, Fl- Freddie Flintoff, welcome to the club. Can you say that? Freddie Flintoff, welcome to the club. And you wouldn't believe it. On that note, we have come to the end of another episode. Friendy, you, you want to be the big revealer here? You were really excited for this reveal. Well, well look, uh, Horse, you often refer to us being at um, the Common Man HQ. Yes. Well, we now have a HQ. And uh, thank you to our dear friends at 96.3 down here in Geelong. We are in the studio recording well, they're not hearing it live, but we are live. No, we we and, easily uh, put ourselves on live. Well, we this could is, press we, a few buttons here we, on the desk. A couple of buttons so might go astray. We're not through Zoom. We're just we're in person, and hopefully, it's helped uh, connect us a little bit closer. Do you reckon? What do you reckon, Forty? I do feel like there's been a better connection, and because we, you know, we would do often do it, you know, at home, which has been quite convenient. Yes. yes. But does prove to be at times technically. Uh, with the internet connection, yep. you, you know, talking over each other. Be, if if your wife's it. in the shower and it's affecting the sound quality or... <laughs> yes, 
correct. Or yep. you're in a... Sounds like you're in a bathroom. Well, we have come a yes. long way since then. Since the toilet we days. Yes. yes, we have. Or the closet days. It's <laughs> 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 the record work. <laughs> oh, yeah. And it has been good. I do have to say it's been pretty good being yes. able to just all talk in the same eyeball, room. Eyeball each other. And, and horse, I will say this too. We will reveal it next episode because they should have arrived by then. Yep. But there are some merch goodies on their way. Wow. 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 I'm going to believe it. Until I see it. Is that right? I won't believe it till I see it. (laughs) So stay tuned for giveaways. For us or for others? (laughs) (laughs) For the above. For our couple of listeners. Josh Ogle, you get one. Excellent. Let's not just name our listeners. Yeah, yeah. We've got many. We've got got like three or four. I mean, hundreds hundreds of listeners. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. (laughs) Well, thanks for joining us. Make sure you hit us up on the socials. Yes. And we'll speak very, very soon. Catch you next time. I can't get about clear that's coming through. You'll be out. You'll be out.